You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked on Rays on the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Himalaya, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Rays. Well, Ulysses, I think one of our listeners, Ty McCann, probably summed up this weekend best. He said it was a bittersweet weekend. He says, gents, wish we could have pulled out the sweep, but taking two in extras was huge. Nate Lowe putting it in game 162 territory got me fired up. Only wish I wasn't heartbroken over the Bucks right now. Yeah, at least <laughs> at least the Rays' uh, Sunday loss wasn't as bad as the Buccaneers' Sunday loss. But hey, there's an opportunity to. They've got the winning edge right now, but three one in a four game series versus the Red Sox that certainly would be nice. Yeah, they have one more shot uh, to to put it to put them away, and let's hope that with Blake Snell going uh, tonight. I don't know if it'll be four innings, hopefully, mm-hmm. but uh, it should be three innings at least. Uh, let's see if they are able to, to pull it out because three out of four sounds way better than two and two. And I'll get, I'll get a little bit uh, yes. deeper into that a little bit later, but yes. And without further ado, we will go with our three up, three down, three positives, three negatives from the weekend. We'll start with positives. Ulysses, take it away. My number one has to be seeing Brandon Lau back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. He went one for three with a with a walk yesterday. He was one of the most important offensive cogs in the first half of the season, Kevin. And to see him with the team with one week left worth of games will be beneficial to to to, to not only the race but Cash making the lineups because mm-hmm. it'll it'll be a deeper lineup and he he'll have a better chance of making better matchups late in the game with with him available really. Well, if he had been healthy, who knows? It could be him and Austin Meadows chasing for the home run crown for the Rays. I mean, he right. was really on that track with 16. I mean, he was leading the team in home runs and RBIs before he had that unfortunate injury. And, you know, just as important, you need him at second base. You need him in the infield with a guy like Eric Sogard, who's currently out right. and, and battling his issues. Um by the way, Eric Sogard, how did he get hurt? He fouled a ball off his foot. I mean, is that how every Yeah, MLB needs to MLB needs to make a study uh, of what's happening around the game with the high exit velocity, the 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 balls flying out of the park and and also the balls damaging, you know, shins and and feet left and right. So right. Let's yeah. see if they can, can do that on the offseason. Who knows? I mean, we're already getting to the point of robot umpires and stealing first <laughs> and all these things. Hey, let's just use a wiffle ball or a rubber ball or a tennis ball. <laughs> kind of change it up a little bit. Uh, of yeah. course, the only thing that was – that also was one of my positives too, seeing Brandon Lau back after him being out for so long. Uh, that meant that Kyun Wong got designated for assignment. Yeah, hey, unfortunately. That's yeah. how baseball works sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there, there's just not enough room for him at, at this time and hopefully some other team maybe picks him up and he gets a fair shot somewhere else but it's probably not going to be with the Rays with uh the the amount of depth and I guess glut you could say at the middle infield spot um I actually saw um speaking on Brandon Lau real quick saw that uh, of course you're going to get a lot of strikeouts when you have Brandon Lau but you're also going to get the power numbers and some people are saying well is he really as good as what his numbers indicate because he has a very high batting average on balls and play 
Well, to that, I say he's got a really high exit velocity. So yeah, that's it, it probably mirrors the fact that, okay, if you're just kind of a, a soft hitting guy, yeah, if, if you've got a high BABIP, then it probably doesn't reflect. But this guy's right. averaging like 91 miles per hour on balls that he puts in play. So I think there's a... I think the fact that people criticizing him or there is that idea out there that he's not really as good as you know what the overall numbers would suggest, I think, um, aren't really fair. Really, at the end of the day, it's great to have him back. Yeah, I know, for sure. I, that's why I had to put him on my number one. My number mm-hmm. two, uh, it's the other uh, low, but not Lau. It's Nate, big Nate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had been struggling in September since being recalled. His last 13 games, he was batting 133 with no extra base hits, two RBIs, and a whopping 14 strikeouts. Uh, and he wasn't even being a starter. So for the 13 games, he was pretty much pinch hitting and then striking out. And if there was a time to be clutch, it was on Saturday night's game, and it was pretty cool to see another walk-off home run make it into landing 162, especially in a September game, a late September game. Uh, yeah, nothing better than, than seeing that opposite field walk-off uh, to – to kind of shake off that cold September mm-hmm. he was he was going through. And and huge for a rookie like that that's trying to endear himself and really get a sense of belonging in the clubhouse because he's been sent down, he's been called up, he's expressed his frustrations with not being with the big club for most of the season, but getting a moment like that is huge and that was one of those where it's like man oh man is that going to be out is it not? I mean it, it was right. a great moment and uh it was a 91-mile-an-hour fa- fastball down the middle of the plate. That's what you're expected to do with that. I know that – I think it was Dave Wills that mentioned that uh, Lau uh, – or Low, I guess. I'm getting my lows and Lau's mixed up. Nate, let's go with Nate, um, struggles on fastballs that are 95 and above. And maybe that's something – you know, he is a bigger, lumbering guy, so maybe not as quick to the baseball. But when he gets a 90, 91, 92 mile an hour pitch and he can kind of roll on it a little bit, right. good things happen. So and great you know, moment for him. And the pitchers have been attacking him up in the zone with that fastball because of his uh, undercut swing. So let's see if he's able to kind of adjust to that. And my number three uh, positive from the weekend would be Brandon McKay flashed why he was able to be a two-way player into the majors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a bomb from a very sweet left-handed swing. It's nice to see Cash recognize that Mike Zunino does not need to take at-bats from anybody on the race bench, especially late in the game. Uh, so it was nice to see McKay uh, subbing him in there. Uh, but is it too hard <laughs> to ask uh, for the next six games that we do not see any more Zunino late at games after the fifth inning? You know, And maybe we see Perez and Travis Darno for the, re- the rest of the season. It's only six games. You, you, people cannot tell me, well, his knees, well, he's going to be tired. It's six Games. It's one week worth of games. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to see Zanino at all. But if you do see him, not after the fifth inning. I'll be curious to see if he does start again or does get playing time for the rest of the season. Because yes, he at this point he is an automatic out. I know there's some of the, the pitchers like working with him, but you need all the help you can get. It and uh, that's something that might touch into our negatives or three downs of the year. But yeah, you knew it. Whenever he's, he's at the plate, it's like, hey, it's it's either going to be a home run or a strikeout. And 80% of the time, it seems like it's it's a strikeout. Yeah. More than that, really. Um, but yeah, speaking on Brendan McKay, that also is one of my positives. And um, cool. he's got a very kind of a, a Nate, low type swing where it's yeah. that, that uppercut that power lefty and 
hitting it off the D ring like that big moment for the rookie. And who knows, maybe you might have a, a Dan Johnson moment or something like that with the that would be nice. lefty pinch hit pitcher. I mean, it's a really cool story. And, and I think it was the first time all season we've seen Brendan McKay flash a smile. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Because he's yeah. such mild-mannered and he's about his business. And, you know, doing things like that, it, it just gives you more confidence and momentum and, and just one of those good things. So And, and you know, now he doesn't have to chase that anymore. In his first uh, big league season, he got his hit. He got his home run. You know, now it's it won't be something haunting him throughout the offseason and, and into 2020. That's perfect. Yeah. He gets it out of the way. Let's go. How about you, man? How were, yeah. What were the rest of your positives? Yeah, and with Brendan McKay, just like once you know you can do it and you do it, then it becomes a habit. And it's just with every sport of can I do it? Well, he, he showed that he certainly can. Uh, the right. only other positive that I uh, had that wasn't yours, I had B. Lau and Brendan McKay and um, just the walk-off deja vu, seeing Willie Adamas get a walk-off yes. as well. For as much as he struggled this season at home, he's batting like 200 at home, and um, seeing him get a couple of big moments, and, and he it was a really big series for Willie Adams. Not just really walk off, but he had a towering home run shot uh, that uh, is his 19th of the year. One more to get 20. So it, it w- and his glove work was amazing this weekend. Too. It really was. So seeing him again. Um, you know, one of those you can just get into your head sometimes. I'm just struggle at home. I can't get a hit at home, and then seeing him finally get a couple of big moments, I think, was huge for for a young kid. Yeah, especially at, at the right moment. You know, that yeah. double down the line, which could have been a triple if the if the, mm-hmm. if the low wall wasn't there. Uh, then the big home run um, on Saturday to 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 put some distance. It, it was a great great uh, and and the glove work, like you said. Uh, going to his left, going to his right. He he was impressive. Making plays deep in the hole, yeah. And, um, you know, the other thing for Willie Dom is, hey, I like him in that number nine spot. He seems to thrive in the number nine He really does. When yeah. the pressure is off. And we saw what he was able to do over the weekend. Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. With every pair purchased, a pair is donated. Go to bombas.com slash lock to get 20% off your first purchase. Three downs and weekend pick coming up next. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program, you can attend the concert or show of your choice and earn credit towards your next live event. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. Vivid Seats Rewards. For the month of September, earn double credit back from 10 to 16% on all your purchases through the Vivid Seats app. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program today. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you to get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code POSTSEASON at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Alright guys, gotta do it. Let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? 
Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready to go whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this just isn't for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person's doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, Ulysses, we touched on our positives from the weekend. Now let's get to our three downs or three negatives from the weekend. What did you have? Unfortunately, I have to uh, put them on my negative back-to-back weeks, and that's Ryan Yarbrough. Mm-hmm. He's been having a couple of bad outings at uh, this time, and it's, not, it's most definitely not ideal. Uh, in his last eight innings and a third, he's allowed 18 hits, 12 earned runs, three walks, and only five strikeouts. Uh, so Yarbs needs to go back to his mid-season form because with six games left, he'll probably still get one more start uh, in Toronto. That will need to be more in line with what he was doing in July and August because that's what the Rays need right now. Uh, he put him a, a little bit in a hold. The team was almost able to come back, but but not fully. So uh, we really need Yarbs to, to come back to his form. And you wonder now, I mean, with a wild card game, do you even use him? Or maybe you use him for an inning. I definitely don't think at this point, depending on what he does against the Blue Jays, that you right. start him because you can't get in a hole like that so early on. Um, and it, it's just disheartening because that's now two consecutive times he's given up six earned runs. And you see hitters attacking him early. When he gets two strikes, he doesn't have the out pitch. And again, the Red Sox, they get paid too. They've got some elite hitters on their squad. As much right. as they're going through their own struggles and organization-wide struggles, uh, they still got some big bats. Mookie Betts, Xander Bogarts, Christian Vasquez. They got a lot of – for some reason, Mitch Moreland just is killing us. I He's like the second yeah. coming of Barry Bonds. I don't get it. But uh, <laughs> Ryan Yarbrough, um, yeah, it's one thing where – Maybe Tyler Glass now can teach him to get an out pitch because he's got two right now, and Ryan Harper right. doesn't have one. And he's never going to be that power pitcher. He's always going to be a finesse guy. But um, you'd like him to – you've got to have him be effective this year. It seems that you know when he's on, even though they make contact uh, from his pitches, it's weak contact, and that's mm-hmm. not what's happening right now. They're really barreling up um, his offerings, which, which you know – yeah. The result will be six earned runs in, in three innings pitch. So um, I, uh, I'd really like to see Yarbo come back mm-hmm. to form him in his last outing. Um, my second negative would be, you know, we all know that Kevin Kiermaier has been struggling mightily mm-hmm. in the last 30 games. Uh, in 96 at-bats, he's batting 167 with an OPS of 491, which is a shame because we, we really do need his bats to be productive. In the last week, he also was charged with an error uh, yesterday, and he was caught stealing. 
So kind of a sloppy game uh, yesterday from from KK. Yeah, he actually also was one of my negatives too. Of he's a veteran presence. He's supposed to be the leader of the clubhouse. He is the leader of the clubhouse, and right. to see him make mistakes and just not having it at the plate. I mean, just snapping an 0 for 22 slump and the way he struggled in his last 15, last 30 games. I mean, this is the time of year where when he does good things, whether it's a big play in the field, a big stolen base, a big hit, a big home run, it seems to energize the rest of the team because he's such that intense type of player. And you really, you, you got to be on your A game right now if you're KK. And, and, um, you know, you can talk the talk, but you also have to be able to walk the walk too. And it's just one of those things. And I wonder when you're, you're batting 167 in your last, you know, 30 games and, and your OPS is 491 and you have the speed that you, that Kevin Kiermaier has, why, why not start to, you know, be a little bit of a, of a, of a, ingenuity uh into your game bring a little bit of that and, and say you know what i'm gonna practice how to bunt i'm lay gonna start lay, lay da- laying down bunts Every, if 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 people are shifting me just push it a third i'm kevin kiermaier if i push it past the third base bag i can get a double and that's as, as worth as a, as, a, as a double down the line so yeah. i wonder why you know guys like that don't uh start doing that and kind of maybe help the shift move back into normal position and then they can start hitting the weight that they are and then just kind of yeah. you know keep them on their toes on the defense so that would be my my my, my poor man's suggestion at what uh yeah i mean sometimes you know uh you're a lefty and in the shift you don't even have a, a third baseman covering third so there's a wide open hole and you're expecting the pitcher to be athletic enough to make a play if you can lay down a bunt and as a lefty, you get out of the box quick. We know about his speed. I mean, it's right. kind of like the the Johnny Davis effect. Keon Wong. I mean, Keon Wong was the one guy that really showed that he can he can absolutely bunt. bunt. Yeah. But, um, I guess in Kiermaier's defense, a little bit on the whole is we know he's been kind of beaten and battered the last couple of weeks, and maybe That's true. You know, much of the season he had the neck strain, the the ribs issue. I mean, he's just. He's probably pretty- and he was hit uh, yesterday as well. Yeah, uh, are you referring to the, the well? They caught stealing too. Like he slid, yeah. head first, and it looked like and the neck. Did you see how his neck kind of mm-hmm. turned the, the one way? So yeah, he he must be hurt. And it's probably a little bit for a struggle. But earlier on in the season, he was so when the Rays needed a big hit, he was there as far as runners in scoring position and, and being able to make plays. Yeah. And that's where you really need him because you can't have him essentially be. Uh, another, I love only. A, a, a I love only. Yeah, a left-handed Mike Zanino. I hate to say yeah. it, but his numbers are very Mike Zanino-esque as of right now. They really are. They right. really are. And my third uh, is, is, I guess, the most negative. Uh, the Cleveland Indians uh, uh, won last night, making it uh, the three-team race feel like deja vu because Tampa is now tied with uh, with the Indians, and Oakland is just two games up. It's it's go time. It's one week of baseball should decide the fate of three teams. Mm-hmm. That's six games to decide the fate of three teams. Now, the way I see it, Kev, is if the Rays go three and three, we'll all go home and we we watch the 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 postseason um, without the Rays being participants in here. Uh, the Rays go four and two. They would probably give you a game one sixty three. Go hard and 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 able to go five and one six and now 
they most definitely make the playoffs. What do you think? It's really going to come down to the wire. And what stinks is the Indians are terrible against good teams, against teams above 500. They're just beating up on teams below 500. And it was like, I mean, it's excitement. It's great for baseball to have this wild card race. But it also is giving Rays fans heartburn. And <laughs> yeah. Indians, come on, Oscar Mercado, Tampa product, Gaither High product. You had to have run to, to put things out of come range. On. What are you doing here? We can't yeah. have any. Hey, baseball. He doesn't have an 813 pride. What's going on? I know. It's it's unfortunate. He might be, he's probably their best rookie on the team right now, too. So, um, and, and the Rays, I mean, as far as deserving it, what they've had to battle through this season with injuries and, you know, we could talk about the payroll and everything. I mean, right. it's been a wonderful, windy up and down season at times, but it's definitely been an exciting season for the Rays. And hopefully they, they get that wild card and get a chance to move on and, and get to the real playoffs, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be down to wild. Really, all they can – it's one game at a time and just focus on winning. They, I, I don't think they're – kind of worrying about what are the scenarios they're just like hey we just got at this point we've got to figure that we've got to win every game and and play with that mentality and and go right. from there so um the the only other negatives i had uh in addition to ryan yarbrough i i call it the unusual suspects because the bullpen Emilio pagan gave up a home run nick anderson yeah. gave up a home run diego castillo gave up a home run and late extra innings big situations right there uh, that forced the Rays to have to come back and, and walk off twice, which is great, which is great. But those are guys that you need to to be dynamic and to use their stuff and get guys out. And again, I know the Red Sox have some elite hitters, but all three of those guys struggling, that's not a good sign because we yeah, can't rely yeah. on Andrew Kittredge or Colin Boucher and, and some of these other guys right now. And, you know, the, uh, even Torinos, he came in for, for one inning and he also got, got beat by the long ball. It's, you know, they do have the stuff that can make bats look mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're just toothpicks and, and they're whiffing at it. But because of very high velocity, when you get a hold of one, they will go yeah. far. And that's the kind of stuff that the Rays relievers have. And it's very uh, daunting to think what would happen in a close game in the playoffs when you put those guys in there. Yeah, they can be lights out, but they'll also be susceptible to, 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 to the long ball. And that's kind of scary to think about what could happen in the mm-hmm. postseason. And the only other negative I had, and it's not even really a negative, it's more of an observation uh, to kind of bring some uh, levity and, and to the situation. Guillermo Herrera's hair. What is going on there, man? Come <laughs> on. Did you ever yeah. see uh, Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo? Yes, or yes. It looks like Harold in that scene where like a flashback where he's emo and he's got his <laughs> Heredia. For people that don't know, he's got like part of his head shaved. Uh, the other, he's got like a wavy mop, just part of the other side. It is just, hey, just go bald headed and and leave it like that because that. Yeah, is I think he lost a bet. I think he lost a bet, or I the barber so. just did not understand what uh, the picture yeah, that he showed he, him or something. He needs yeah. a new hairstylist because literally, like. A freeze frame. It looks like he has a giant dog turd on his head. Just gonna fire, fire your barber. Exactly. Fire your barber, yes, please. fire your barber immediately. But it, it <laughs> brings a couple of laughs. That's for sure. All right, weekend pick. Well, um, it seems that I'm gonna have to pick Austin Meadows next weekend, Kevin. Nope, can't uh, do it. That, if I want to make up that difference, man, because Joey Wendell went three for twelve, and Jesus Aguilar went zero for one with a walk. Because Kevin Cash. 
said, uh, you know, he didn't see any uh, space for Jesus Aguilar, the guy that's batting 290 in the last 15 games and, and, and with an OPS of 850 throughout his race career. So uh, it is now 10 to 4, mm-hmm. and you are ahead of, uh, of me. So let's see if I can have a great weekend next, uh, next pick. Well, I think what happened was the moment you picked Jesus Aguilar, Kevin Cash was like, well, now I'm definitely not going to play I know. Jesus Aguilar He's heard me. because He's I'm heard going me to spite Ulysses Zambrano. <laughs> hey, you, you pick uh, – hey, you can pick Brandon Lau next week. That, that's oh, okay. on the table. But <laughs> – It'll be very interesting if you pick Brandon Lau and you don't get any playing time. Hey, I know, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll know who's listening. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, that'll do it for today's show. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at LockedOnRays. You can also email us at LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Again, I'm Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sambrano. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Rays.